Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> so if you're wrestling, you know I'm here cheering for you. I'm just a mark. I'm just a mark wishing for you. And if you return, you leave me popping for black and gold. I'm just a mark. I'm just a mark, and I am sold. <sighs> I know NXT 2.0 is screwed. <laughs> Instrumental bit. I say, don't you know? You say you don't know. I say, take over. Rest. Thing. I'm Adam Wilborn <laughs> from What Culture, joined by Adam Nicholas and Will James from What Culture to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0 for now, AW Dynamite, <laughs> AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course. On wrestle culture, as I said, though, joined by Adam and Phil uh, to discuss. Well, as I may have alluded to there, Phil, the return of NXT Takeover. How are you feeling about it all? Pretty good, I guess. Yeah, better than you. I mean, you're very much yeah. going to miss this NXT like, 2.0, but I never, never got on that train. I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm more worried about you. Let's really just take a minute to talk about you. I know there's been a lot of other morning going yeah. on, but I feel like you're going to be having some real morning of your own coming up soon. Yeah, when it comes to NXT, and I'm. Let's just check in, Phil. Is he, are you going to be all right, Adam? I don't know. <laughs> because I was just, I thought, I'm fine. I'm fine. When this news broke or was at least alluded to on the, uh, the close of NXT 2, but uh, this week. And that's what he's going to miss the most yeah, out of all of it. 100%. He's one little gimmick. He's just lost like, a gimmick. Like, what's the intro now? R.I.P. Raw's one of his gimmicks. NXT Black and Gold. Yeah, that's the, that's <laughs> the only thing I've been, someone suggested. And I was like, it's just not the same. Yeah. I said, he can't just go NXT. 
I was like, a weird void. I don't like it. Maybe they'll call it NXT 3000 and it'll oh, be all futuristic. Yes. Oh, good grief. Um, but yeah, I thought, this is fine. And I, I'm sort of, <laughs> this is fine. I was, yeah. I'm making fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> I, because uh, I thought, well, it's just, I've got like a weird stay of execution because I think they've taped the next two episodes. So mm-hmm. it's going to be the weird, like, oh, look, see, you've still got these people. Um, and then they change back to the bloody Capital Wrestling Center and schools and all that bollocks. Um, but also, I wrote the quiz today. It's about takeover spoilers. Okay. Um, and yeah, whilst there was like, this is not about NXT 2.0 because that would yeah, not be a high scoring round with me and Nicholas in the room. <laughs> I, was about, I was thinking about this last night, and I thought, no, Phil and Nicholas are going to be in. <laughs> yeah, I could. Ask. We have. We are very much a different era of NXT fans. That would have been we a very We are not big... NXT 2.0. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are not your kind. Not what was the thing we used to do? Yeah. We, we are not dingy NXT and we are not NXT 2.0. Yeah. We are very early NXT guys. Yeah. So, yeah, writing this quiz about NXT, I was reminded of like, A, TakeOver was mint, wasn't it? Yeah. For the most part. And then, like, the late for ones, the most I was like, part. I was I mean, like, all part. <laughs> I was like, because I could see, I remembered the TV around the others. All the TakeOvers have been great, but I remember the TV well. around the later ones. And I was yeah. like, uh, that it was really off the rails a bit. It all started going wrong with that Toronto one, I think. Do you remember yeah. the two? Yeah. We all watched that together at your house on yeah. your no, birthday. No amount of Disarono couldn't make that show look any better. <laughs> yeah, well, imagine watching it sober as well. <laughs> good. Hey, even better. But um, yeah, and I, I think my my issue is is like like you say yourself <laughs> and well the former Mister NXT to my left here, Adam Nicholas. Oh. Oh. Did not exactly get on board with 2.0, yeah. and I understand that. We obviously, I don't know whether probably it's very me, but I certainly don't know whether the Dadleys would have watched this if it didn't weren't required to for their job. But certainly with the eagerness that we do, but I do <laughs> think certainly it's one of those you don't know what you got till it's gone. Since the the graphic came up, and we t- we sort of could tell where, where this was all heading anyway this week, arguably, with the news stories. Um, I just, it, it's so wacky, it's so weird, and the one thing I want it to remain, NXT, at least a sliver, is just fun. Like, I get it, a lot of it was like, well, wacky bright colours and people who are far too green in the ring and, you know, occupational gimmicks are bad, guys. But elements of it were genuinely just fun, and it was a lot better to review that on a Wednesday or th- Thursday morning as we used to than just like, well, there's another three-star TV match to build <laughs> to when they actually try at the takeovers. Yeah. I think there's very much a middle ground in here somewhere for where they go. Like, they, they got to surely know that the kind of dingy end of NXT days wasn't working at the time. And NXT 2.0, obviously, isn't working. Well, 700,000 viewers. And you've got to think about the point of NXT is the feeder system into WWE. NXT 2.0 was obviously much more of a Vince McMahon yeah. vision. NXT originally was much more of a Triple H vision. So you've got to think it's going to go back to that. But then Triple H went a little bit off the rails up his own ass a little bit yeah, towards the end, let's yeah. say it. Uh, so it's like there's a middle ground in there where you keep some of the sports entertainment, let's say. Only the... But also, you know, put it into a I good TV program. Got some bad news <laughs> for you and Tony D. <laughs> I am not holding my breath for Tony D. I've, I don't want to spoil anything about the coming weeks, but I've heard things. Boy. And uh, and he ain't becoming champion. <laughs> I am very sad. But I hope Bron Breaker is still obviously positioned where he is. Because I think, you know, yes, he was also, he's a Steiner, but he, I mean, just call him a Steiner, first of yeah. all. Or Rex Steiner or whatever I'll, you want to call yeah, him. I wouldn't however. be surprised if that was one of Triple H's first 
moves. Like, because that's something he'd be into a bit of heritage. And yeah. also, I think, like, he'd like this weird little worn thing over Scott Steiner, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be like, I know it's not it's his nef- nephew. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, and I think it's you call like my that. wife. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you. On what goes to Wrestling's YouTube channel? Yes. Video as well. so, like, can I just say this, though? I, I don't think. So I was thinking a lot about this because I don't watch. I stopped watching NXT probably as we were heading into the pandemic. I was already not yeah, sure about too. it. I was. I could see it was going off, and I didn't want to end on a low. So I tried to get out. I mainly fell off in the middle of Johnny Gargano's weird heel run. I tell you what, you probably fell. I just quite didn't like the really want to watch no. that. Yeah. I, I liked. I love Johnny I Gargano. Have... I'm a huge Johnny Gargano fan. I didn't want to watch that. So Johnny this Gargano. is it. <laughs> Phil and you and I were huge Johnny Gargano guys in the old office in particular. Yeah. And like especially that run in NXT where he was just brilliant baby face. Yeah. He went heel and it was like. Me and Phil with the the pig on the Simpsons, like it's still good, <laughs> it's still good or whatever it is, floating through all these drains and sewages and that. And I kind of got off. Unfortunately, didn't get off fast enough to miss one final beat, which is a shame. <laughs> I wish I wish I could. <laughs> still I know, right I know. still right here a little bit. He's still rated. I still hate it. I went back in just for weird, like oh, what the hell oh. is this kind of vibes for that. I wish I didn't. No, you apparently. wish you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Which is a shame because you saw how good Champa and Gargano stuff was. Yep. I would say, though, I'm disappointed because I think NXT 2.0, and maybe it's because it's you guys. I'm disappointed because I, I feel like you guys get so much out of this show. Yeah. And there must be people like yourselves who are enjoying it, who are having a good time. And I don't think I'll go, I will, I'm, I can say this guarantee, I will not be going back to watch NXT when it's black and gold because the the thing that I used to get off old NXT, I now get off AEW. Mm-hmm. Like WWE products are still there. You can still watch them. That's great. I don't want all the shows to be the same. I want them to be different. Mm-hmm. NXT yeah. 2.0, even though I wasn't on board with it, used to pop me daft when I would see stuff on the timeline and it, and just be like little clip Tony D or little something funny. And it's like, here and them guys having such a blast watching it. And like, it just seems like a shame because I don't think you're going to, loads of people are like, ooh, and black and gold's back. So, like, like so what? Are you going to watch I, the takeovers though? I'll probably, but I say I probably will, but... I'll, I'll not certainly not watch the first few until I know they're good. Like, mm. yeah, it's more of a time thing I think for me now because I just that was the one product I trusted, and even that went to to pot in the end. And you yeah. just think, he's Triple H has made a lot of good changes so far. I'd like to see it happen. I would love to see it happen, but I don't think I'll be watching it weekly because, as you said, that the formula became very very obvious after a little while, and it was a shame because it just it just filled that out. Mm. All the amazing stuff that used to happen, I used to watch weekly and love it, and it's just. The magic disappeared. You've got to think as well where everyone that was on the sort of original run of NXT is now. It's pretty much main roster or yeah. AEW. Like yeah. everyone's moved on from that to much and bigger and brighter things, obviously. Would you say you like were more interested in the talent? I think sometimes it's about the talent yeah. rather than the actual 100%, show. Yeah. Like those people on there used to it used to be so upsetting when they would go on the main roster and they just you know they're gone. That's the thing. You it enjoyed was like, watching these people and they're gone now. Yeah, it was a little bit of both with NXT. It was the show was good as well, but you were you were there for the talent. Like you don't watch a wrestling show if you're not actually invested in the talent. Wait a that's second, there. you're telling me you weren't wearing the black and gold t shirts for Survivor Series. <laughs> I was not. But it's like uh the amount of the indie guys that we that they hired yeah. to go into NXT system that was kind of a new thing for WWE at the time. Like the breaking sort of the the boundaries of what like they allowed talent to come into the company kind of thing. So it was all the Kevin Owens, the Sami Zayn's, like all these kind of people. And now, yeah, like they're on WWE now. You can watch them there. The talent is there. And I don't see, no, sorry, NXT 2.0, but there's not a roster there that's ready to drag me back in to watch Oh, and, and I would assume. And it won't be there from day one. It'll, it'll take a while. Maybe it'll get there eventually. And also, the one time I do dip me toe in, which was by accident, <laughs> I had to watch Mako Satamura lose the belt. <laughs> 
to Mandy Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and not B. Priestley, what's she called? Uh, oh. It's oh. not a Tuesday or Wednesday, so I can't remember any from NXT UK's <laughs> name. <laughs> I was going to say Alba Fire. That's not. That's Kaylee yeah, Ray. Kaylee no. Ray. Someone's shouting in the car right now. Yeah. The video going, Come on, man! You got I this. Can't remember her name? What's she called? I just Google it. I feel like we had a brain trust here, and it's just gone. Blair off. Davenport. Blair, Blair Davenport. Davenport. Yeah, I had a, and a decent little match, but obviously I'm not used to watching Mandy Rose win things. One <laughs> <laughs> of the most dominant champions in NXT history. And that's man. even worse, man. That is even worse. What, Triple H is supposed to be watching that going, the heritage I put into trying to Shayna Baszler, like, yeah. ask out to be yeah. these amazing the champions. Baileys. The Baileys, Kyrie Sains, all these things. And it's just like, nope, sorry. Uh, what about Mandy Rose? <laughs> Basically, he's been champion for the ev- entirety of NXT 2.0, Mandy yeah. Rose. Like, this is the thing. I'm the most staunch defender of Tupou, not only because of the funny noises and voices that I can do. I do think there's <laughs> en- enjoyable elements to it. Mm. But there are things I would change. Uh, like, immediately, if I got my hands on it, Grizzled Young Veterans will become the Grizzled Young <laughs> Veterans again. Because yeah. making them wear weird contact lenses and hang around with yeah. Joe Gacy ain't it. Reset. No. And like some of those people who are really talented, you talk about the talent they've got. I'm like, I think you've kind of done everything. I think you need to move up to main roster. I'm talking about your Mellows, who obviously just dropped the title to Solosuka. Um, you got Catmy Kerry Gams, who should be going to the moon yeah. on Monday Night Raw or whatever. Like, God just get them all out. Go on. While, while you still can. That'll be, that'll be the, uh, <laughs> the, la- the like 10 bell salute that we do is me doing a different <laughs> voice for every single person on the final NXT 2.0 episode. But I do think, yeah, there's bits that I'm like, like the Creed brothers. I hope they stick around in NXT. I think they were, they were, I think originally on the like the last, the dying embers of the old NXT, yeah. and I think they're really talented. They'll be, they'll do great. From Breaker again, um, yeah. Hopefully, people like Alba Fire finally get recognised for the, the brilliant talent that they've got, and they, they have brought good talent. Tiffany Stratton, whilst she's got a great voice to do and a thing and a gimmick and all that. It has come on leaps and bounds, I think, in, in the past year in, in NXT. And then you got Tony D and the guys. And I love him, <laughs> but I am not holding not, my breath. Not for long, buddy. But, uh, <laughs> I was predicting he was the guy to dethrone Bram Breaker until... Uh, <laughs> I think Tony D... I hope. Tony D is going to be sleeping with the, the fishes, word. buddy. <laughs> he will be the guy to dethrone whoever's got that goddamn 24-7 championship probably now. <laughs> it would be uh, real funny if in his last match he just came with cement shoes on. Like oh, fake oh, cement oh, shoes on his boots. Is like, bye-bye. <laughs> See you later. Triple H makes him go in the time. <laughs> uh, switching gears now uh, to AEW, Phil, yeah. uh, we have the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. Uh, that semi-finals yeah. happened this week. John Moxley defeating Sammy Guevara, Brian Danielson beating Chris Jericho. Who good, should be it? the next? It was quite good. That's good. <laughs> Who should be the next AEW World Champ for you? Uh, with obviously the caveat of a certain Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Congratulations, Max, once again on your engagement. Um, waiting in the wings, sort of. Potentially immediately. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Either person, uh, like Brian Danielson or Moxley, either one could go up against MJF and make it absolutely amazing. Obviously, there's more history with Moxley, but maybe that's like something you can go into at a later date within MJF's run or whatever. I think, I don't know, I kind of want Moxley, but not like, yes, he's like the weird sort of transitional champion or mm. like interim champion thing, and he's had that run in his course. I just think it's funny to not give Brian any belts for ages in AEW. Yeah. So it's like a weird chip on his shoulder and then eventually he can just get sick of people and just absolutely tear through everyone desperately trying to get his hands on a belt or something. I think that's quite a good story mm. to tell. 
Um, but if they went with Brian at the same time, I'm not going to be sad about that. It's goddamn Brian Danielson. He's absolutely incredible, and he'll be great. It's, yeah, embarrassment of riches. Yeah, he's not wrong. I mean, like, how is there a bad option here? Yeah. All of the, the great thing is all the permutations of this, Brian, Mox, or MGF, let's yeah. be honest, like the end goal probably. Yeah. But then I do wonder, I think it depends which one they go with, which will determine what we're going to be doing with Max, won't it, surely? Because... Like the mock stuff, he's got history there, but with Brian, it's interesting. And if like if Brian finally won a belt and Max just nicks it off him, that's that could create a good storyline moving forward. Yeah. But then also, I just feel like a lot of his promo that was a lot more Moxley related yeah. stuff in that promo on Dynamite, where it felt like he wanted to tap into that. I don't. Yeah. But then, do you have Mox lose to Punk and lose to MGF? Like, is that? A, I know we is desperate, desperate for this vacation blessing. <laughs> Every time that man tries to go on holiday, something bad happens. Um, I'd like to see him be able to have that holiday for starters. Yeah, I just I I don't know if there's a, is there a way to do it where he can stay. I, I don't think he loses again and then suddenly he's cooked. Obviously, because yeah. he's the best. But it's two losses on the bounce there. Yeah, going. it's not not ideal, is it? And there's the wild card there over as well. Like they've been playing up the Brian um, foot injury or the leg injury mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Like they played into that a lot in the Chris Jericho match, and obviously that's gonna kind of feed into the next match as well. And you've also got the wild card of Daniel Garcia and like there's the, still the possibility of him like turning on Danielson to like pledge his allegiance properly to Jericho at some point. Like that's all going to tie in somehow. I would have the title on Danielson, but I don't really know because you, uh, you sort of alluded to it there. I don't know how fast I'd have the MJF match. Like, that's you know, the thing, they've yeah. been alluding to it potentially <clears throat> effectively becoming the money in the bank briefcase. You know, they didn't... S- sort of imply as heavily as they have before, call your shot, i.e. a week in advance or a month in advance or whatever. They sort of implied potentially you could come out and go, I've got this chip. I'd quite like to have a match right yeah. now. I don't know whether you do that. I, I feel like the potato, the, the potato, the title has been hot potatoed uh, or the potato had been hot titled. A lot recently. So maybe your work, maybe your workaround you is... say potato. <laughs> I say potato. <laughs> Maybe your workaround is Danielson wins and Danielson defends at full gear because that's quite soon after Arthur Ashe, isn't it? It's like November. So yeah. yeah. Or maybe maybe prior to that, maybe yeah, you do the maybe you do the Danielson MJF match at full gear. But in the interim, Danielson has a title defense against a Hangman Page, for example, or a Miro who's waiting in the wings and is like, "Why the fuck wasn't I in this tournament? Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't tweet about Punk." Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and in the interim, you can have. Mox have one more match. Just one more, John, before you go on, before you leave. I'm um, not actually sure you're going now, yeah. you know. I just one more what a match with MJF and then you c- can potentially get the best of both worlds. Yeah, but you've always got the rubber match with Jericho as well with Brian at some point because they won one well, in AEW as well yeah. now, aren't they? So that can that can kill a bit of time as well to get to full game. Maybe. And they got a good match the second time around. They did. And you know, the first uh, and you know how you know how Jericho is really, really good at keeping himself in that main picture slot. Yep. You know he is. Like, yeah. It drives me mad. drives me mad, but there's no denying it. And that would be perfect, wouldn't it? He'd yeah. think, well, I did beat you, and you did beat me, so when you have a rubber, if you've got the title, that mm. would make sense yeah. for television. It'd be really funny if Danielson just refused and was like, nah, I'm going to give a shot to Garcia, Garcia instead. instead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. See, now we're getting, to the, we're getting to the crux of it, aren't we? The contract does read a member of the JAS. <laughs> yeah. I also, I, 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 there's some good stuff going on there, there is. But I really like to see... 
Blackpool Combat Club and JS kind of just like that's I'm I'm yes I've had it. Come on now, there's other people, there's other people in this thing as well. Let's let's find a way to have yes. you doing other matches. Yeah. God damn it, Chris Jericho, he's done it again. He's done what it again. Gets oh. his grubby little yeah. fingers all over how, everything. How long that mother flipper is getting out the bubbly again, man? I'm telling you, he's he's a swine. He's a very very clever swine. Yeah. The balls on him to be bringing out Lionheart at this age. Yeah. Hey, I will. St- I'll fight. Fight for that match you had with Moxie as yeah. Lionheart. That was really good. Yeah. The one against Danielson, less so. <laughs> Not so much. Dynamite match definitely made up for it. Yeah. Yes, it did. No, I agreed. I agreed. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, Adam Nicholas. That's me. Do WWE have a Roman Reigns problem? Big news story <laughs> this week about them saying... We'd really like Roman to not lose whatsoever on the road to WrestleMania, but also we kind of need to take probably one of those titles off him. I, well, there's a video all about this that will be going on on the <laughs> Wrestling oh, YouTube channel. Oh. Uh, Simon Miller, why as well? So it's not just any of us chumps. It's Simon, <laughs> actually Simon Miller, the one you like. Uh, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be telling you all about that. And he's got some thoughts about this, which I'm probably going to steal right now. <laughs> and um, you get them out there first. That's there it. They were ones. my thoughts. Ah, I yeah. told him everything he needs to know. Why? <laughs> he has why. <laughs> um, no, I think, I don't think there's a, I think it would be past a problem. You know, we've, there was a problem. There was a problem. There was a problem. And we've kind of <laughs> gone, really we've pasta. gone past the problem. Yeah. A past the problem. Yeah, he loves it. What's his favourite kind of No, Luigi's not a pasta. That's a person. <laughs> Thinking of the pizza guy. Um, that's a pizza guy. Phil, not a pizza a pan- guy. I'm going to make you suffer for this tangent. I'm going to go Just through get it. Get on with it. Get, get your point out. Have a Luigi print. Steal bro. Miller's point already. There Bloody hell. See, we make him do what we want on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I think they've, they've gone so far past having a problem <laughs> that they've almost like... They've got to double that. Like they've come this far, and I think Triple H has got his hands on. We and thought we could do 
he could extend this a little bit further because he wants to kind of, when this is all said and done, he'll be the man running the show, so he can kind of claim Roman's long reign as his grand mm-hmm. plan, I would imagine. Yep. Um, I do think you're right. And you get the belt, belt off him. You can't lose it. So it's like, well, what have you done here? It smells like triple threat written all over it somewhere along the line for a belt. Roman against two big guys. <laughs> and, and then not taking a pin, but losing our belt. And then you found your two. It would be nice, I think, to have... We had the, the winner-take-all match between him and Brock at the last... Was it SummerSlam or was it Mania? Mania 30, yeah, was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And then, you know, to, to do two belts on one person again... Feels a bit lame. You can have two really good matches there with two different <coughs> belts. But if they're going to do it, it needs to happen relatively soon so we can start building some actual good stuff. And, you know, everyone's got to be thinking about Cody. Like yes. Everybody's yeah. thinking about Cody. And it's a shame because I think they probably would have given it to him, wouldn't they? Like both yeah. belts maybe and then had him, I don't know, decide he wants to separate. I don't know what. But he feels like the target. It's just how they're going to get there. And so the answer, the, that was a long answer. The short answer is, I don't think that's a problem. I just think they need to bother their arse to, to come up with the very simple solution, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing they've had in the interim now is like, if you said, right, Roman has to fight someone on every premium live event between now and WrestleMania, I think you wouldn't struggle to book him against believable opponents now. Yeah. Whereas in the aftermath of WrestleMania, you were like, yes. uh, hence why when <laughs> I think Randy went down, you were going... We're going to do Brock again? <laughs> we'll, we'll chuck a tractor in and no one will notice. It'll be yeah. fine. And we didn't. Yeah, it was fantastic, <laughs> to be yeah. fair. But in terms of, yeah, in ter- like I've heard of Morton's Judah suggestions, Phil, of, of uh, uh, Austin Theory cashes in, but uh, Paul Heyman, or whoever has the briefcase, cashes in. And Paul Heyman says, ah, you can only challenge for one belt. Well, I don't even think you need Paul Heyman to, ch- to sort that out. Like, the money in the bank thing is for one belt, like it always has been. You've never been able to mm. go to both people and have them both. So I think that's like a I like that. Yeah, out. I want to cash in. Yeah. Right, but which one? Go, Actually, sorry, you need to have a... I didn't think about that. Well, you sit down. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I've heard them... So yeah, the, the triple threat suggestion. I've heard them suggesting that, that Roman says, ah, oh, I'm going to amalgamate this into one big belt. And then Raw goes, oh, we're going to bring back the big gold belt. Um, I've heard people say... Cody should win the Rumble and say, I want to fight you at WrestleMania, but only for one of those belts. Which he just uh, do, He wants to win the WWE yeah. Championship, his dad, blah, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, night two, you go, <laughs> Rock goes, well, if you're not busy night two, I'll fight you for the other one. Well, or something. here's the thought. I've got two thoughts on this that Hello. I wanted to float your way. Because one of the interesting ideas, Roman Reigns once did a Royal Rumble match as the champion, correct? Where he started as number one and had to make his way through everybody. I remember. Lost it. the belt. Didn't Terrible. It was, go- it was garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it lost its way entirely towards the end when you were watching Dean Ambrose and Triple H. And like, oh, I wonder who's getting this one. Um, oh, they, they run it back at fast lane, so it was definitive. Yeah, he sh- he should have been. It should have been a four way yeah. that mania. Yeah, just because yeah, I was yeah. there and it would have been better. Anyway, <laughs> maybe Brock would have been asked then. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. So, the two options I think that would be good. Remember when Kurt Angle had the match? Benoit and with Jericho. Yep. Was that the one? So it was two falls. Two falls. Um, he had the European and IC title. Yeah. How about right? this? And Angle lost both belts, but he, I don't think he even he took wasn't a, didn't take a pin at yeah. all. He the, like Jericho and Benoit pinned each other and both won a belt, and Angle lost all the belts, but then went on to greater things. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, we haven't seen that in since then. I imagine. That would be interesting. Roman loses both belts in a triple against two, whoever the two they want to put them on. Seth or... Yeah, yeah it could be anybody. And obviously, if you want to build a Cody match after that, that would be great because you've separated the titles. I'd be down for that. That would be super interesting. I, it would be predictable, but I think that would be real interesting, different dynamic. Or does Roman have to, if they want to make him look strong, but also have to eventually lose, 
just have them defend both belts on like the two different shows. Like have defend one night, like Rollins second night. did. Just no, like two different. Like or either same night. Yeah, you, well, it could be the same Is that night. SummerSlam. Yeah. No, not a champion. Yeah, uh, night of champions. Him and because yeah, he won it. At him and Cena and him and Sting. Yes. Yeah. He lost and then yeah. went. I can beat the old guy. Though. Yeah, I beat the old guy. No, well, that's cool. <laughs> um, I think they'll be interesting. Just. Yeah, I'm trying to think of stuff we haven't done basically yeah. in WWE, <coughs> and they've, they've done everything. <laughs> <laughs> the main thing is, like for me, they've already missed their chance to do this. That would have been super easy and do it at Clash at the Castle and do the triple threat idea because uh, you already had Karrion Cross there. He was just in the crowd. He wasn't yeah. even in the match. Mm. Do it in that triple threat match, but do something beforehand where Paul Heyman or Roman Reigns says like the UK aren't good enough to have the Universal Title. We'll just do it for this one title or something like that. Real cheap heat. Yeah. And then have Drew pin Carrion. You're not pinning Roman. You get You're the not putting the belt on Carrion. <laughs> you get the huge baby face, like local hero, not that local, uh, in Cardiff. Da, 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 da. Uh, and it just would have been really exactly easy. Whereas now, like, <laughs> to book it in, like... Back in the, in the past with these things when you've had, like, Kurt Angle doing it, you had, like, some kind of, like, face general manager or something mm. that puts them in this position or someone who goads them into this position. I don't know if there's anyone that's there that could realistically or, like, done well, like, goad Roman Reigns into putting stuff on the line separately when he's already got the entirety of the bloodline and Paul Heyman on his side. You, you have and the honor use. And the honorees. Do you know who Triple H is? <laughs> you heard of this guy called Triple H, right? <laughs> You're saying he's going to start booking himself as a baby face Listen, manager. man, that guy's done every role he could possibly do. This He'll find true. the one he hasn't done. Uh, believe you me. And, and of course, who else to be at the center of the decision that helps everyone get the belts back? <laughs> Triple H, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Or Post and Pierce. He can just, as he did with Ron, just call everyone a beat. <laughs> true. Yeah. Got that fire from Post and Pierce again. Yes. Um, finally, before we get to this week's bloody good quiz. What do you think, real quickly, sorry? What what would you do? I, yeah. I'm sure you and the, the Michaels have talked about this at length. So, I mean, I kind of want my cake and eat it too. I want The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, but I also want Cody winning the world title from Roman at WrestleMania. So I'd do the really convoluted and weird You've always got night like, one Cody match because he won the Rumble night two bloodline match. Always, and just, I don't know if you do want to keep the Universal Championship and keep it there. Well, I was just going to say, like you were saying about defending each belt individually on one night. If you build it up to Mania, you've got two nights. Roman can be like, well, I'm obviously the biggest thing in the company. I'm going to be headlining both nights. Sure. Do but WWE then again, title I on one night, Universal title on the other night. Then again, I'm a hypocrite because I also want um, Becky versus Ronda to headline. Three-night WrestleMania. Right, new plan. Three nights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it's not my bloody problem. Speaking of which... Well, to be fair... You could also do the old gimmick where they put one of Roman's matches on first, yeah. uh, like one of the manias, which would be electric. Or he opens and closes. Yeah. Opens and closes the entire weekend. Yeah, that's uh, that's big, isn't it? Ooh, baby. Uh, the Young Bucks going to WWE, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, it's been mad it's that, isn't it, that story chaos it, I'm, I'm loving every bit of it to be fair but yeah they're not going to be going to WWE anytime soon surely like they're going you sure about that buddy elite wrestling they're closing <laughs> the name um, we're not surely going to have the same debate that the Michaels had over here because I think this is I watched this happen live and it, it was, was very fun to it watch was them very yeah. fun I don't but yeah I don't see it I think there's I don't necessarily see it but I don't think People who are ruling this out, like, it's never going to happen. I mean, that's crazy talk. Never say like, never. Never say never, but also... They're never think, about punk. <laughs> yep. Never say never about punk, but also, like, everybody was shocked when Cody went there, and that feels like the most, like, 
correct thing yeah. ever now. Who he also, by the way, looks like an absolute genius at the moment. I remember, <laughs> and I, the names shall remain nameless of the people who in this office were like, well, sometimes Cody just does these impulsive, stupid things, <laughs> and uh, he's an idiot and doesn't actually think it through. And I was like, oh, we'll see. <laughs> and then sure enough, here we are. He's done it again. <laughs> Bloody done it again. But because he's gone, though, I feel like that suddenly doesn't make that feel yes, unattainable. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not of this belief. I don't understand where this logic has come from. Because they're called the elite, and the name is all elite wrestling. I don't understand that. I, I get it. I get. What, I can see your point, I suppose, but I don't think that means they have to remain rooted there forever. Mm. Yeah, that's my argument. Is it's not really the elite. That's but it's like it. They are a tag team that love tag team wrestling and will forever be tag tag team wrestling. <laughs> like, but what if we Triple saw H what happened said, to the FDR that were a part of that system? Different. Time. Yeah, but also if, now, if, now is still not good for tag teams in WWE. Well, what if Cody it's like Braun Strowman are coming to wreck the young that needs some what big if Cody promises? And Triple H had a nice big little chat, right? And they go like. He's, let's be honest, though. They were going to give the Young Bucks an unprecedented deal where they were going to let them have three months, was it? Of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they didn't like Korea, and Young Bucks three months, those would be fire. <laughs> Who's better? That's what I mean, man. And let's be honest. Right now. Imagine locking that three-month deal in, and they got a great time for three months, and then they realize it's going south. They're like, yeah, no, cool. We, we, we did. We ticked off the box. We changed the world. We, had yeah. a, we literally did three months where we wrestled all the best tag teams in WWE, <laughs> and then we absolutely hightailed it and left and never went back. Never say never. Never say never, man. Old wrestling cliche. For for what it's worth, I don't think they need to. I don't necessarily want to see them there. It sounds a bit boring because I know there's... kind of do just for the pure chaos of all this. If all all of this turns out and it ends, like, (laughs) after all the chaos of that press conference and everything, it ends up with Tony Khan picking punk over the Bucks and Kenny Omega. That would be the most chaotic finish to this. The maddest year. 2022 is already the most insane year. We always say this. Every (laughs) bloody week on this pod. Fantastic for it to be like, we changed the world. And then we went to WWE. <laughs> like, yeah. WWE won we again. Help the WWE boys. won again. So I, yeah, I, I don't think it's impossible. And I'm not saying it should, like, if it happens, cool. But I personally, I'm not that arsed. But I don't need to see it, put it yeah. that way. I like the idea of him going, yeah, you call just sign their net, Matt. Yeah, sign their net, yeah. Uh, that contract does read WWE, but it reads NXT. Duper. Oh, Generation <laughs> Me are back, baby. You're on level up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't even realize was a thing until the other day. It's just really worrying that there's a show just yep. happening. Yep. That's terrifying. Also, let's not pretend that the Young Bucks haven't already been in WWE, guys. Exactly, yeah. And they were in Triple H's image, too. I mean, that's pretty good. Yep. It's Triple H is going to manage the Young Bucks. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> and the, but Triple H is going to manage them as them They're going to come in as Sean DX. and Triple H. <laughs> 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 That's the, the deal. They've got the prosthetic nose on, and <laughs> oh have, God. one of them will have to have a shaved head now. I think. Oh, both of them. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, let us know your thoughts on everything discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Enough of all this. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Concerned FF Fan, who's concerned and writes. The way everyone switched up their absolute hatred, all caps, for WWE to fawning over the product now is the definition <laughs> of fickle. Five stars. Thanks very much. Fickle. Concerned FF fan. Fickle. If you want uh, your name associated with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes and preferably leave us a five star review. But let's they be honest, be if it's funny enough, I'll read it. <laughs> uh, as I said, though, this week's quiz all about takeover. Ten questions, multiple choice, shout your name, wait for me to come to you. And remember, most importantly of all, it's just for fun. So, hostile, <laughs> world, <laughs> mutual. Uh, few, nice easy one to start off with. Question number one. 
How many takeovers had there oh been before God. it was killed off in August 2021? How do you spell <laughs> takeover? <laughs> Which letter is missing here? Uh, 32, 34, 36, or 38? How many takeovers? Well, before it ended. Before it ended. But well. there, we're there, but... Oh, okay, sorry, you go. Why not? For some reason, I had 33 in my head. It's not an answer, obviously. So I'm going to go with 34. Why yeah, not? Right. No, dear. Oh. Oh. See, so I w- that was going to be part of me. Follow-up question was, are we talking about how many numbered ones? Because it changed, didn't it? It like, changed to just being like... Because it, it went up to like... A certain no, it was like, like they were named after then. things, and then they yeah. started numbering them because mm-hmm. they did 30. And then I'm sure they started doing like 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't think that was a 32. And then there's the in your houses that... That's the thing. Get but no, but I don't think... Because that's what I mean. I wonder if the account is middle of the week show. We'll check the yeah. Wikipedia page that's that I stole true. this from. And, uh, I think I'm going to go with 31 because I think... Wasn't an option. 34, <laughs> wasn't it? There was one I've in I've already picked 34, but... <laughs> no, 32, 34, 36 or 38. He yeah. said 34. I said 34. So 30, 32 because I don't think that was 38. No, oh, dear, that's wrong. On. They've become the crap ones as well. <laughs> there was uh, one in your house uh, in 2021 in June. Takeover in your house. Ah, so, there. Oh, so they, yeah. uh, And then there was Takeover 36, Carrying Cross versus Samoa Joe, August 22nd, Aye. 2021. I'm thinking of the numbered thing where it ended with 31, which I think was like uh, Kyle and Finn, maybe. Correct. Yeah. And then, then War Games. Right, aye, so they Vengeance go. Day, Standard yeah. Deliver. If I thought about them being actual takeovers, not being the Mickey Mouse show, does some <laughs> paint <laughs> stuff on NFT. <laughs> no surprises. I, technically, where I ended up stepping off, that's pretty much right, isn't it? Yeah, so. uh, yeah killed, killed it off August 20. Anyway, no points for us, Phil. <laughs> and then in September of 2021, the real show arrived, 2.0. Yep. Well, it has to be because it's a big yeah. None of those, none of those in your houses or those Standard Delivers, they, they've not counted in this list. NXT was a uh, the beta testing. <laughs> then we got 2.0, which yeah. was the real deal. Uh, question number two. Who won the first ever match at NXT TakeOver? Oh, wow. Was it? Christ. Tyler Breeze, Adam Rose, Charlotte, or The Ascension? Bloody Ooh. hell. There's an interesting one. Ooh. Great question. Christ. What, what order was this for the... Uh, Phil. Take, oh, I was kidding. Yep. I'm going to go... No, I'm trying to think. Oh, there. well, no. Hang on, though. Can we oh. say the main Hang event? though? Because oh. this is the thing I always forget again about the branding of it. Like, yeah. I'm going to go with Tyler Breeze. You're going with Tyler Breeze? Yeah. No, dear, that's uh. wrong. What was the other options again? Uh, it was Tyler Breeze, Adam Rose, Charlotte, or The Ascension. I can tell you the main event of that show, if you'd be intrigued. Uh, was Adrian Neville? You're so unfair right, to tell me that down. one. <laughs> Adrian Neville defending the NXT Championship. I mean, we yeah, knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give too much away, so I wasn't sure whether I should say who he was facing or not. Yeah. So I'll just show up. I think I'm going to go with the Ascension. Actually, I think maybe. Uh, even I though, that even though with the singles with the actually no, just do it. I know it's wrong, but then tell me what the right arm was. You going extension? Extension, please. Yes. No, dear. That's was it? Wrong. Um, what was the the, the male option? Adam uh, Rose yeah, yeah, yeah. versus yeah. Camacho. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Then the ascension defeating El Local and Kalisto. Yeah, I didn't think start with a tag team, and I wasn't sure well, about the Charlotte. Depended thing, maybe. which depending on which tag it was, and I thought the other thing was I was even though I thought Triple H might be like, well, put women on first, yeah, it'd be different. That's what I was he thinking. wasn't there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> definitely wasn't there. Uh, yeah, Charlotte. Beat not going over quite that much. Charlotte beat Natalia for the vacant NXT yes. Women's uh, Championship. Yeah. Oh, and, and sorry, in between that, 
the Ascension winning and Charlotte winning, Tyler Breeze beat Sami Zayn to become the number one contender. Mm-hmm. Look, everybody, it's Tyler. <laughs> I love this theme. Oh, my God. So good. Okay, question th- number three. What was on the line when Enzo Amore faced Sylvester Lafort? Nicholas. Crap, I've gone too early. It was hair, because he got his hair shaved off the other fellow, wasn't he? Yay! Yeah, it was. Wrote some really good options for that. <laughs> Go on, read them all anyway. Loser leaves NXT. Yeah. Hair versus hair. Maybe. What was on the line? A music contract. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> or the loser gets soft tattooed on them. <laughs> Very believable, that last one as well. You see that thing about Rhea Ripley recently? That, was it... Was it Bian- when she was doing a feud against Bianca Belair? She really desperately wanted Bianca to like tattoo her lips on to Rhea Ripley really? as like part of the feud, as a part of the deal. Yeah, that would have been cool. Which would have been amazing, but to, like the WWE were like, we can't do that hygienically. That's not. Really <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> yeah, hey, shaving would have been head, pretty good. Though. Shaving the head's always a bit like aggressive enough. You were like, ooh, be careful. Imagine if they just went out their way to like cut to a shot of and like it's just the arms <laughs> of an actual tattoo artist <laughs> yeah. with the gloves on and she's going ah and then cuts the Bianca going ah. that bit of jackass where Steve-O gets one on the back of like a pickup truck that's yeah. going through an <laughs> obstacle course I didn't realise you wanted a smiley face anyway uh, question pretty great though question four one nil to Nicholas uh, who made a surprise appearance surprise. in the main event of N- following the main event sorry of NXT TakeOver Unstoppable was it Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Drew McIntyre, or Eric Young? Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh, hello. Nicholas, unstoppable. Just read them out again. Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, baby, Drew McIntyre, or Eric Young? Uh, I got the worst Samoa memory Joe. for these things. I was going to go with Samoa Joe. Yay! Uh, saving Sami Zayn from yeah. death. From death, literal death. Yep. Kevin Owens tried to kill him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, coming. <laughs> You always know these questions are coming, but this one's actually quite a good one. Oh, Question yeah. five. How long it is. was Matt Riddle's match with Cassius oh, Ono? It was a great match. In not one ring, but two, two rings at TakeOver War Games 2018. Was it six seconds, eight seconds, ten seconds, or 12 short. seconds? <laughs> yeah. It was short is what it was. Phil, on, why Phil. not? Ten. No, oh, dear, that's wrong. Oh dear. Eight. Six, eight, or eight. That's my other one that I'm going to go with. No, dear, that's wrong. Six, six. six. Wow. according to but Wikipedia. Yeah, I guess the bell ring, knee, and then the yeah. I ripped my cock off watching that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was incredible. <laughs> I was watching it with Jules on a live stream and had to explain to him what was going on. It was great. <laughs> yeah, really good. The show was great. It was really great. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I remember people going, oh, that's they've really messed that up. And I was like, no, no they haven't. Yeah, they have not yeah. at all. I think like, Cassius Ono was so good because he was like, oh, shut up, Riddle, I'm going to kick your head in. You're such a prick. You know what, ring the bell. Go, go. Yeah. And also, I think lots of people still wanted Ono to have that run when he came back. Yeah. And in, that wasn't what he signed up for. He signed yeah. up to be an enhancement. And yeah. I think they were like, oh, so hang good. on. But actually, enhanced he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 2-0 to Nicholas at the halfway point. Joe and yeah. hair versus hair. Yes. Uh, question oh, six. Oh, we both got that one wrong. Yeah. yeah. We're nailing this, Phil. Question six. What helped Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> beat the count to win the last man standing match at TakeOver Brooklyn 4? Was Nicholas. it? The crutch. I just had to jump in there because I thought it would be interesting to go for a crutch because he's Fair. on the, he does the thing yeah. and rolls and I can't remember how he did it. 
No, dear, oh, that's okay. wrong. I was going to say knee brace before he carried on the question. Knee brace. <laughs> knee, do, do it anyway. Jump in for a knee brace. Go on. Nah, carry on. Oh, you coward. Your <laughs> options are his crutch, <laughs> handcuffs, Goldie, or Izzy. Um, it's because he ties, ties ties him to the speaker the thing, thing doesn't he? Yeah. So it must be handcuffs. It's called yeah. time with his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although that's like funny. They both fall off, I think, and he yeah. stays up because of the cuffs. His arms, yeah. yes, that's right. It was great for it. I'm not lost last man standing guy by any means, but it was a, one of the best last man standing matches, finishes yeah. in particular. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to go and watch that. Um, what's her name? Billie Eilish NXT. Yeah, it was great. Very compilation a thing. Very a friend. Go and look really that up good. on YouTube. It's brilliant. Two one. Uh, right, question seven. According to, um, what's this, whatculture.com, <laughs> what was ranked the worst takeover main event? Do you want to have a quick Nicholas, guess? Nicholas, Nicholas, I am going to take a punt here and say Michael Hamflet wrote this, and I think he said it was Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano in the, like, the two out of three falls match at Takeover Toronto. <laughs> No, oh, dear, that's wrong. I had to go for it. It's I was not excited. a handful of list, I will well, say that. Well, that would explain it, because it would. <laughs> if it was a list of his, I guarantee it would 100% be the top of the list. Yes, that was Was that the one where it was like Regal's Rules? It was at your third. house. It was the, yeah. it was yeah. the Toronto one where it was like, I mean, in your what actual house, not, <laughs> in your, not the pay-per-view. <laughs> what if we try and kill each other for the finish? Maybe that'll make, it, make up for the fact yeah. that it's been a bit iffy. Yeah, and they had that little platform ready for them to do a bit off the top. It was like, ah, this is weird. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't Jump good. The show no, works out. Not good. I'll uh, have the options, please. For a split second, well, just the uh, the. Do you know what the best ever main event according to this list was? You can probably guess. I thought you were uh, about to say it. Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano at NXT Takeover New York. Yeah, two out of three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that is correct. That is the correct one. Yeah. Okay, the options. Just to say that we often call that the season finale of NXT Black and Gold because yeah. really, Champa had given up. Like he comes out and hugs him at the end. It was like. All of that time of being a heel, yeah. it was just nice and it was lovely. It was like, oh, maybe we should just end it there. Because yeah, Pete yeah, Dunne just lost that's yeah, enough, that's That good. was enough, yeah. yeah. And it's over. And yeah. it's done. Um, and we thought, well, time for the Undisputed Era for the, main, for the return to the, or to arrive at the main roster. What's that? Nope. Live <laughs> Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> Guess <laughs> the right for WrestleMania <laughs> isn't a thing, Adam. <laughs> 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 um, okay, your options, Phil, are Tyson Kidd versus Adrian Neville, first ever takeover. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode, TakeOver San Antonio. Hello. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at TakeOver Unstoppable. Or Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee at TakeOver 13. Oh, hello. When a, late, first a, late said, runner. a late runner. When you first said this question, I had Bobby Roode in my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think loads of people would... I would like to point out, I, I was... Fine. Yeah. I actually thought Bobby Roode was quite good. And loads of people did not like him. And he was fine. Like, fine. But I think at the time, they needed someone who wasn't... I'm yeah, one of the maybe. best wrestlers in the world because it was like, look at yeah. that entrance. Yeah, oh. and then the bell rings. <laughs> hey, don't Ooh. ever disrespect that entrance, man. That was enough to carry a man anywhere he needed to go. Yeah, I am gonna. Oh, do I stick with my gut? My gut does say the Bobby Roode, but should, then, well, again, uh, it depends who wrote this. Carry and cross, and it also depends on recency bias, doesn't it? Because if this someone has written true. that, that's what I think. But if I think it's Sidgwick, I'm gonna go with Carry and Cross. Stick with your gut. Stick, stick with your gut, Phil. <laughs> what are you going for? Uh, give him, give him the writer. Let him know the writer. That's fair. I'll, I'll stick with my gut. I'll go with it. I'll stick with it. Bobby Roode. Who was it? Mitchell's Cashmore wrote it uh, for us. No so idea. Yeah, you assume it was carrying Cross then. It was carrying Cross. Yeah, if, it that, it super, if it was a contributor, they yeah. always have this super early memory. That's most of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no disrespect to the contributors, of course. You know, no, I got, we respect no, you guys doing the content, but it's usually 
earlier stuff yeah. for us to later. Okay, still 2-1. Question eight. Uh, the aftermath, this is sort of the fallout from, from a takeover. I'm still, yeah, it still counts because I like okay. this question. Um, the aftermath of TakeOver Phoenix led to a halftime heat match oh, as God. an alternative God. to who performing at the Super Bowl? Oh, that's hello. a great that's a question. That's a twist. Was great it question. Madonna, <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas, Coldplay, or Maroon 5? Oh, oh, God damn it. Well, yeah. you have it. You have it. I don't even know it, but Do for some know. reason, I think Coldplay. Is it Coldplay? Or am I wrong? No, nah, dear, that's I'm wrong. On. I think because I think I remember the images. Someone mocked one up as a laugh. Madonna, Corey Graves with all his tattoos, and Adam Levine with all his oh. tattoos. Of Maroon <laughs> oh, Five. See. So I'm pretty sure it's Maroon Five. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Because I remember thinking, imagine watching Maroon 5 <laughs> instead of this cocaine match. It was <laughs> insane. It was absolute. That was literally the best talent in the world probably at that time. Yeah. Just all in the ring together. Ricochet. Minus one disgrace one now. Mm, I think just it's fair to going say. goddamn nuts yeah. with the little bit it, of time that they had. Unreal. And they've got Shawn Michaels on commentary putting them all over, saying <laughs> yeah. how much better they all are than him. <laughs> and you've got all of the future stars of NXT on the, on the bleachers watching them, like losing their minds. Unreal. Absolutely unbelievable. I remember watching that because I remember I normally what I like to do around the Super Bowl is like I'll stay up to watch it and I'll watch the first half, then see what the Super the halftime show is. Like it was the weekend reese the, the other year. Mm. Obviously the mad one this year. They were like, Who would you like for the Super Bowl? Yes. Let's get Eminem, Dre, Snoop yeah. all that. It was good though. Good it nostalgia was amazing, hit. Yeah. It was a good nostalgia hit. But normally I watch that and I go, oh, yeah, that's a good Super Bowl time show. And they piss about for 20 minutes, getting all the staging off. Mm. And I sort of give it five minutes into the, the third quarter. Uh, and if, <laughs> if I can't be asked, I just go to bed. I couldn't sleep for about four hours after that half time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, who, could, who was it? Uh, Champa, Gargano, Riddle, Alistair Black, Ricochet, uh, Ricochet, 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 and He Who Shall Not Be Named because he's not with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, right, that, God, is, that is some talent, man. That insane. is, so, and what did they do with them all the main roster again? What was it? Um, <laughs> is Riddle the only one they've done anything with? Yeah, I think so. Like, that's no disrespect. Well, Johnny's, Johnny's gonna get his run. champion for ages. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, good. Was good he? run. Yeah, Jumpers misses, mate. He had those Gunther matches. They Ricochet were looked like a, like a superhero, but not in a corny way in NXT. He was just unreal, and then yeah. they made him a superhero yeah. for realsies, and it didn't work. So, I'm not <laughs> having that. heard half the sentence. Yeah, got it. Superhero is. What happens if a superhero goes up against Brock Lesnar? Well, he kills him. <laughs> what, what, what if he's got like eight abs? Oh, we'll just put a full body suit on him. That'll work. <laughs> Cover um, all of it up. Makes sense. All uh, right, final two questions. If you get both these, Phil, it's a tie. Come on, Phil. Oh, I can do it. I'm rooting for you, Phil. Uh, which wrestler has the worst record at NXT TakeOver? Ooh. All of these wrestlers have zero well, wins. Can't be Triple H. Zero wins. <laughs> it's the... Uh, it's the uh, the amount of losses I've, uh, they've racked okay, up. That's okay. interesting. Worst record at Takeover is it Ruby Riot, Ty Dillinger, Bianca Belair, or Cassius? Oh no! <laughs> I'm trying to think of who will have been in the most. Got the ball got like you've got to think Ty Ty's Dillinger. There, yeah, like he was in a lot of them. Who, who was the other options? Ruby Riot, Ty Dillinger, Bianca Belair. Cassius owner. Bianca Belair did win a dark match, but I'm not including that. Ty was real enhancement. But then he yeah. did start, he got. He took off Ty, didn't Definitely he? Definitely got over. That rumble entrance, man, that always pops yeah, it's me. It's worth it. Go on, you're gonna have I'll stick with Ty. You go yeah! yeah. Let's take guess how many he lost. Ten. No, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have been quite a few, because that was a point where he was the guy to just get everybody fed in. Yeah. And it all went wrong when they tried to do that with Andrade, remember? 
and he was wearing the hat and the suspenders. Oh. And it's like, I've got an idea. We'll put him up against this guy everyone <laughs> loves now. And he's like red hot. And it just completely distinguished, extinguished Andrade. And they had to change Ty's whole thing. It was like, actually, maybe we'll do something with him now. Yeah. They didn't. 0-6 <laughs> at TakeOver. Shout out wow. to uh, Darren's win-loss records for all the data for this. Um, Ruby Rye 0-2. Uh, Bianca Belair 0-4. Rubbish, yeah. isn't she, really? Ah, uh, but she had some hellish opponents. <laughs> it's like Shayna about three times, yeah. right? In like four ways and blah, blah, blah. She, she was, that was TakeOver New York as well, wasn't it? Uh, Bianca, Shayna. Was in the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Sane and Shirai, or maybe Candice. I can't remember. I'm just having a quick think here. Yeah, ooh. Good, this isn't a visual. I'm just having a think. Shane Basil, Bianca Belletti, Io Shirai, and Kairi Sane. There you go. That was weird. It's a card this was. War Raiders versus Alistair Black and Ricky Shane. We've lost them now, everyone. We've lost <laughs> down the rabbit hole. I'll watch it again. Watch it again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just, just quickly, just tell everyone what happened when you went in that building. You went in that building. Who were you a fan of? Uh, so I was a fan of Adam Cole, yeah. baby. And when you came out of the building, uh, me and Phil Chambers embraced. Hang on. Well, he didn't go. I know he didn't, and I know I. Didn't. <laughs> he was he was Gargano. I was Gargano. Oh, yeah. Boy. He was like, you, I think oh, you might have. There was two guys who went in there, big Gargano guys. And he was yeah. like, nope, he's got to lose tonight. He's got to lose. Mm. They were wrong. Yeah. Mid-match. Yeah. Changed his mind. I don't, don't, don't oh like you like that one. He was so, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Some very, like, jet-lagged boys in there who were falling asleep. <laughs> Simon yeah. Miller, how would you like it? And, it, and then literally when this match came, it was like, oh, my oh, God. Go. Adrenaline to the yeah. soul. Amazing stuff. That, that it remains the greatest uh, false finish, I think. The one, there was a recent false finish in an AEW pay-per-view, I think, that nearly got me. Trios? I really bit on the Maybe. trios one recently. Trios with, uh, with actually, might, no, it wasn't. It might, not, it might have been the Drew and Roman one, actually. Mm. The false finish in that one live was pretty good. Yeah. But the one, the Gargano core one remains the one. Incredible. There's no way you should have kicked out of that. <laughs> I literally had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> I Genuinely, because I was like, it was the WE thing of, I will, I realise I'm going on here, but... Um, it was they the can w- wait. They'll wait. <laughs> the WWE thing of uh, uh, oh, he's got rid of all the twats around yeah, ringside. Yeah. He's come straight into a last yeah. shot. I think it was. Yeah, and it is. I was like, oh well, we had a nice <laughs> day. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The amount of emotional investment in that moment. Magic man. It was so good. So good. Yeah. So good. Anyway, 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 final question, final Phil, question. to tie See, it all up. Uh, suspense, suspense, suspense building for that final question. For your Gargano moments. Come on, ready. Uh, okay, final question. Question 10. Philly Wrestling. Philly Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> worth worth letting me give you the options here. Okay. okay. I'll just we'll say this because I think you probably, know, you might well both know the Don't answer. jumping in. You uh, vastly overestimate my memory. How did Queen Zelina, or <laughs> as she was known back then, <laughs> oh, Zelina Vega, distract Johnny Gargano? Nicholas, I'm going to let you do the... I know you want to do the options. Okay. I know the answer, but I'm going to let you do the options. Imagine you just ruined it. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> well, that's what I can tell you wanted to do it, so I'm not going to interrupt yeah. you. Uh, how did Zelina Vega distract Johnny Gargano at TakeOver Brooklyn 3? Did she A, shine a laser in his eye? <laughs> did she B, cosplay as Tommaso Ciampa? <laughs> did she C... Throw a T-shirt at him, or did she D yell no! <laughs> as he was just about to win? I saw you on the goddamn uh, like YouTube 
Googling Simpsons nerds to get that before. And it's like, what are you up to? What are you up to? I think that, that button's going to get more use <laughs> in this podcast. It's going to get so much use. More than just this quiz. It's just nerd. <laughs> you like Bret Hart, don't you? <laughs> Go on. Yeah, he doesn't know about this, does he? The, the, you. the button. Good. Don't tell him anything. Don't oh, tell him anything. <laughs> <laughs> that gingerbread man. That was gingerbread man for Shrek. It was, yeah. Um, Go on, Nicholas. It was Queen Zelina, when well, Zelina then, threw <laughs> uh, a DIY T-shirt into the ring to distract Johnny, and he did the thing. I, I thought it would be funny if I just threw it there and did the nerds guess. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yay! Yay! Great t-shirt as well, that. Great t-shirt. Great tag That's team. That's why he was admiring it so much. Yeah. Great times. Lovely times. The best of times. Think about that match with them, because that was the first one, and then they had that... Was well, that I if think, I lose, I'll leave? Um, they did after that. that no, so they did three, I think. That was oh. the first one, because they were both just mid-card at that point. Yeah. And then they had the proper match when Andrade was... the Oh, it was for the belt, or Andrade was the champ, and Johnny was trying to take the belt off Andrade. Still one of my favorite matches, the first mm-hmm. five star match back in it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was back. It was back since years and years and yeah, years. Yeah, away. It was I remember us doing the video of like they brought five star matches back, and that was I think that might still be my one of my favorites ever yeah. for that exact reason. But uh, yeah, and then yeah, and then te- was and then they did the one where it was the loser leaves town match, and got a champ I turned up and smacked them with the crutch. Wave, yeah, all great stuff. So oh, good. All good. So stuff. good. I want it on record. Actually, I'm going to say this now. He's going to kill me for saying this. Michael Hamflet said to me, and we were we, we knew each other quite. We'd starting to get to know each other in that office. Like we'd only been there like a year and a bit, maybe, maybe two. And he said to me that he genuinely was starting to think that maybe Champa and Gargano, Ooh. and you might have to ask him to clarify this, was a better feud than I think he said Austin and Brett, or <sighs> he said Sean and Brett. But I think it was Austin Anything and Brett. With Brett. Well, no, because oh, I think hello. I think Austin and Brett feels like it fits better. Yeah, um, and I'm almost certain. That he was like, he hadn't completely commi- like committed to it yet, but he said, if they keep this up, I think it's going to overtake it. Those were his words. Wow. And then they definitely kept it up. And then they definitely kept it up. <laughs> One final win, baby. It going, We're too long. <laughs> they kept it going. Yeah, they kept, kept it going. It up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't keep it up for that match, as I tell you that. Was, <laughs> I was floppy as hell after that. Well, Game over. At the end of all that, congratulations to Adam Nicholas, the winner of this week's quiz. <laughs> Let us know how you got on on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, of course, you can follow all three of us. You can follow the winner of this week's quiz on Twitter at... It's Adam Nicholas. You can follow the also winner of this quiz, the winner of my heart, at... Uh, Fill My Chambers. And you can follow the other person sat at this table at... <laughs> Adam Wilborn. Still time if you want to do, do donate for a fantastic cause that I ran for the Great North Run for, Prostate Cancer UK. The link is on my Twitter right now, at... Adam Wilbur, thanks to everyone who has donated. Um, my legs still hurt from, from Sunday, so thanks <laughs> for that. I was for you to say, there's still time for me to win something. <laughs> <laughs> the most sunburnt man running the Great hey. North it turns out to be. Uh, you can let us know your thoughts on everything, as I said, at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. Uh, but for now, my thanks to Phil Chambers, my thanks to Adam and Nicholas. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. in front of a live studio audience. Johnny Wrestling! Johnny Wrestling! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.